Hi, wherever you're listening to us, I hope you're staying safe and doing well. I'm Hari Arakli and this is today's Tech Briefing. Reliance Geo Infocom, the wireless business of Indian conglomerate Reliance Industries, has chosen Nokia as a major 5G supplier, the Finnish telecom equipment maker said yesterday, Reuters reports. Reliance Geo, India's biggest mobile carrier with more than 420 million subscribers, announced the launch of its 5G services on October 4th, starting with four cities. Nokia will supply 5G radio access network equipment in a multi-year deal, according to Reuters. Nokia will supply equipment from its air-scale portfolio, including base stations, high-capacity 5G massive MIMO antennas and remote radio heads to support different spectrum bands and self-organizing network software, according to Nokia's statement, Reuters reports. Cognizant Technology Solutions has named two new executives to its leadership team, one from Infosys and the other who previously did much of his work at Accenture, according to a filing from the US-based IT services company with America's Capital Markets Regulator, Securities and Exchange Commission yesterday. Ravi Kumar S., who until recently was president at Infosys, will join Cognizant on January 16, 2023 as president Cognizant Americas. Prasad Sankaran, a former Accenture executive, will start at Cognizant on November 1st, 2022 as the company's new head of software and platform engineering practice. Sankaran joins Cognizant from Bain & Company, where he was a senior vice president and leader in the firm's enterprise technology global practice. He previously spent 25 years at Accenture, where his final role was senior managing director. Biocon Biologics, a subsidiary of Bangalore-based biopharma company Biocon, has entered into an out-licensing agreement with Japanese pharmaceuticals company Yoshindo for commercializing two of its pipeline biosimilar assets, B. Ustakinumab and B. Dinosumab, in the Japanese market. Under the terms of this deal, Yoshindo gets exclusive commercialization rights in Japan for the two biosimilars developed and manufactured by Biocon Biologics. The market opportunity could be as much as $700 million, the Indian company said in the press release, citing data from IQWire. Biocon Biologics will receive an upfront license fee as well as additional payments on the achievement of certain development milestones over the next few years. The financial terms of the agreement are private. Ustakinumab, a biosimilar referencing Stellara, is a monoclonal antibody used to treat several autoimmune conditions including psoriasis, Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, plaque psoriasis, and psoriatic arthritis. Dinosumab, a biosimilar referencing Prolia, is a monoclonal antibody for treatment of osteoporosis. Flipkart, Walmart's Indian e-commerce business, yesterday announced the launch of Flipverse, a metaverse space where consumers can discover products in a photorealistic virtual destination and shop on the Flipkart app. Flipkart has developed Flipverse in partnership with eDAO, a polygon-incubated venture that designs and launches global art, media and entertainment intellectual property into the world of Web3, the company said in a press release. Flipverse will offer gamified interactive shopping experiences for consumers in a digital world, giving them access to brands, supercoins, basically loyalty points, and digital collectibles. 
FlipOS will be available on Flipkart's newly launched platform, FileDrops, which can be accessed from the e-commerce platform's app. Brands including Puma, Nivea, Tokyo Takis, VIP and Himalaya will be participating in this edition. Flipverse will initially be available only on Android phones and will be open for a week, according to the press release. Baiju's, India's most valued startup, which is under the scanner for its long delay in declaring its financials to the government, has raised $250 million from its existing investors, according to a company press release. The loss-making company aims to achieve group-level profitability by March 2023. Fitbit that Google acquired in January 2021 is getting more closely integrated with the internet search giant 9to5Google reports. A minor update to Fitbit for iPhone rolled out yesterday, but the bigger change is that the smartwatch and fitness tracker companion app is now published under Google's App Store account, according to 9to5Google. This developer account change comes ahead of a bigger change in 2023, after which users will need a Google account to use new Fitbit devices and features. There will be an option for users to migrate their Fitbit account to Google's with users having until 2025 to switch, according to 9to5Google. That's it for this briefing. You can find all our podcasts at ForbesIndia.com and on your favorite podcast apps. I'm Hari Thank you for listening.